spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Second and five. DeVito to throw, looking for Brown. Wide open out of the backfield. Easy touchdown for Illinois. Second touchdown today for Brown. His third receiving touchdown of the season. And Illinois is up 10. Oh, Lordy. Welcome back. He's Ravi. I'm Josh. Bigger and overreaction brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Chuck tweets in. JTech instructions on Twitter feeds. Feed. I laughed. That you initially thought he meant he hadn't watched a game in 20 years. Like, what a bad night to watch your first game. That's what I thought. At first, I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is the first time you've watched a game in 20 years? What, what have you been doing? This guy was probably stunned. Like, man, I, 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 last Where's time, Frank? <laughs> yeah, I, last time I turned on a game, it was Jamal Lord in those goofy-ass Husker uniforms. And now they're throwing the ball all the time? Where are, also, the, where are the stripes on the pants? Also, why are they playing... Illinois in October. Why are they playing an out-of-conference game in October? <laughs> Friend, I got a lot to tell you. Uh, oh, a lot man. to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. Joe in Phoenix says this, without a doubt, is the most depressing and lifeless season of Nebraska football in my entire life. Called at the beginning of the season that this would be a lost season, but I didn't think it would be this bad. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. This season, uh, it sucks. And and like the, I don't really know what if any redeeming qualities, Robbie, that a season like this can have, I mean, for a, a, a little bit, I guess I thought, you know, Hey, if they're going to, if they're going to hire Mickey and I mean, who knows, I mean, you know, still be on the table. I have no idea. Uh, I think everything's on the table, but like, at least it could have had that redeeming quality. A yeah. guy earns head coaching job. Very cool for him. But beyond that, I mean, they're on their way. I think towards another three and nine year, um, back to back three and nine seasons, you know, it's going to be a really rough November. Uh, look, the huge concern, what did we have, whether preseason, in the season, last week, when they play teams that can out-physical them, it's going to be tough. And as bad as Minnesota's been, they can out-physical them. Obviously, we know what Michigan's going to do. And then Wisconsin and Iowa, if, if they keep this losing streak up, yeah. at that point, you're just wondering where they're going to be at mentally. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said this several times. Michigan's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, it's going to be ugly. I'm really glad I don't have big red overreaction for that one. Nice. Um, yeah, I think we're all like, except for the people who have it. I know I don't have it, so good luck Good luck to my uh, fellow zone compadres. Yeah, I've got uh, Wisconsin-Iowa, so you get to end the season with me. Yeah, you and I have Wisconsin. Uh, and then I think me and Hap have Iowa. but uh, Black Friday boys. Yeah, I'm just trying to avoid family on that weekend. So Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we started saying this when Northwestern was doing this to Nebraska mm -hmm. and we're like, Oh, what happens when the teams that are actually good at this yeah. come on the schedule? Cause I think we all recognize that Northwestern wasn't particularly good. They certainly weren't in the same category as the Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. They lost 33 to 13 Iowa today, by the way, they're now one in seven. Yeah. That one is Nebraska. If you forgot, people forget, um, people forget. And listen, is it a different season if Frost doesn't come back as the head coach for to start the year? Probably. Even if you have the same personnel and everything else, you probably are, are at least looking 
somewhere in the neighborhood of a bowl game because I'd be shocked if you lose Georgia Southern. I'd be shocked if you would have lost that Northwestern game because that's a really bad Northwestern football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're sitting at five wins. You're not having a good year, but you're you know maybe making the bowl game for the first time in five years. As it sits, it seems incredibly likely that Nebraska is going to finish with six consecutive losing seasons. Just let that sink in for a minute. Absolutely brutal. Uh, Jed tweets in, why did anyone think Nebraska was going to win this game? Was it because Illinois hadn't played anyone? Newsflash, Nebraska is not a good team either. Hey, you don't have to call Ravi and I out for playing I Nebraska. I care about what oh, okay. happened, and uh, I'm sorry, i got to go. <laughs> All right. God, that was great. Bob's up next on Bigger and Overreaction. Bob, good evening. The guy who hasn't watched a game in 20 years. And... Bob? I'm sorry. Hey, oh, what's going on, man? Chuck on, on the uh, other person there, but I just kind of don't understand. Chubba Purdy wasn't, like, doing it, so why not try one of the other kids? I mean, what do you have to lose? I mean, you might find a diamond in the rough, and, you know, I mean, Chubba was handing the ball up and tripping afterwards of like good lord just you know i don't know if that's mickey i don't know if that's uh mark i you know give somebody else a try i mean we're we're beat let's let's see what we got and let's go from there so that's my comment and i'll hang up thank you <laughs> the call, Robbie got it. i mean i agree that chubba wasn't getting it done <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, Lord. He wasn't good. All right, Eric. Eric, come on, man. Br- bring the goods. What's going on, Eric? Uh, I don't know if I have the goods. Uh, <laughs> pre- preface what I'm saying by, uh, you know, I'm an Urban Meyer uh, advocate. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope he's announced, you know, Saturday morning after Black Friday, but if he wants the job. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm also – a Mickey fan, if that sounds uh, contradictory. Uh, uh, it may sound contradictory, but I, I just don't know how you evaluate, how Trev evaluates Mickey with this roster. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I do I do think it's bereft of talent, irrespective yeah. of star ratings, the players coming in. I think, you know, Chubba was like the number six rated dual threat quarterback, and, you know, I don't, you know, I, think, I don't. He wasn't that at Florida State, and he's definitely not that not that here at Nebraska. I just don't know how he, these aren't his kids. He didn't recruit these kids. The, the kid that he brought in is arguably the best player on the roster. Um, I, I just, it's just tough, and it's just it's just frustrating because you know, I don't know. I'd like your thoughts on how do you how do you evaluate Mickey given these aren't his kids, and in my opinion. The roster is bereft of talent. Um, you know, thank thank you for your time. Yeah, Eric, thank you for uh, calling us at four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty, which means we have a line open. I I don't know. That's you know that's a great question for Trev. It, whatever he ends up doing, I think that that will be a question that he's going to get asked. Hey, how how could you if you hire Mickey? How could you judge him based off of the poop sandwich that he got? And and if he doesn't, hey, how could you move on from him given the poop sandwich that he got? It's going to be a question for him. It's going to be a very valid question. I don't I don't know the answer. I, I mean, John and I we often point to it's going to be about behind the scenes stuff that we we don't know about because re- you said it at the start of the show about record. How much does record matter yeah. in this equation? Well, now as head coach, he's two and three. 
He's two and three as Nebraska's interim head coach. And I, they seem to have regressed back to looking like they yeah, did under Frost. That's, that's my biggest concern. They don't look like they're getting better. No. Like they pulled, as we talked about earlier, and I don't want to just like relitigate the Rutgers and Indiana wins all night long, but they, they got victories. They got those wins, but those are not good football teams. And they didn't, outside of Indiana in the second half, and definitely the fourth quarter, they didn't look like a good team in doing so. The Rutgers game was horrid. It was a bad football game. And as fun as, as it was maybe to watch the matchup versus Purdue, I wouldn't say that Nebraska played like good football no, you know, up and down that no. football game. And today was, I mean, you know, it's one thing, Ravi, to remain stagnant. It's another to go down. To regress. To they, re- they regress. They this were- is the worst they've looked since Georgia Southern. Yeah. Or maybe Oklahoma. Oklahoma. But, you know, I think Oklahoma, we thought at the time, was better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're, they're not that good. Uh, my, here's how I would handle it. And this maybe is not a, I think it's the most fair way to handle it. And I'm sure people will disagree with me because that's what people do, but ha! Robbie, I, <laughs> I think the best way to handle it is to, is if, if you're Trev to think, okay, if I had fired Frost last year, would Mickey Joseph have been a candidate for the head coaching job? And the answer is no. Right? Correct. So, I, to me, if you can't give him too much credit because the roster's bad and whatever, and you can't give him too much blame because the roster's bad or whatever, let's just wash this year out. And yeah, All he, right, he, he's you. a guy you really like. Yeah, but you wouldn't hire him. Not as a head coach. A head You'd coach. maybe try and bring him on staff still. Yeah. But if you if you can't really count this year because there's no good way to count this year, mm-hmm. then you have to wipe it out and go back to the end of 2021 and say, hey, if we had fired Frost, like they should have, uh, the, the correct boys, <laughs> would Mickey Joseph have been a candidate? And the answer is absolutely not. Yeah, Joseph, it, he just wouldn't have been. Coach Joseph is our coach next season. Trev Alberts failed as an AD. Uh, Phil in Omaha says, "I hate the Texas into four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty. I hate that I even had a sliver of hope getting to six wins after Rutgers. But the way they played today, coupled with Thompson possibly being out for an extended season, uh, period." No way it's happening. Smothers over Purdy, though. Also, no fullbacks. Back to the phones we go. Daniel's up next. That's fullback mention number dose. Uh-huh. Keep them coming, folks. 402-951-1620. Hello, Daniel. Yes. First take, I like you guys' takes. Thank you. Second of all, uh, Mickey always says hold the players accountable for what they do, right? Sure. So hold coaches accountable for what they're doing. Sure. He has five weeks to look at backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Chuba, or Chuba, whatever his name is, not a good quarterback at all. Mm-hmm. You guys get played to the strength. Mm-hmm. If, if you have, if Casey gets hurt, what are you guys going to do? Like, you got hurt today, right? Yep. Look what you see every day in practice. Play to the strength of the players. To me, they're not doing that. They just want to run the offense, and that's it. Play to the strength. That's all I gotta say. All right, thanks for the call, Daniel. Uh, speaking of playing to the strengths, Alex and Lincoln text in his offense. Talking about Whipples, it's what I do on NCAA fourteen. I've won many championships. <laughs> it does look. I, it I, looks I, like a video game. I offense. know it's gotten tired. and not in a good way. I know it's gotten tired about comparing everything to a video game, but it does look like a video game. It does. It looks not like in the good way. It looks like a sixteen-year-old hopped up on Mountain Dew and and like Fun Dip, just playing NCAA football in his mom's basement, being like, "Let's go deep again." Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it does. A uh, sports fan tweets I'll, I'll, in. Real quick, back to uh, to I don't remember his name's caller. The last caller, Daniel. Daniel. It's not to his point. It's not like uh, Casey Thompson getting hurt was an unforeseen circumstance. He's been getting 
Robbie, killed. We, we have been saying this for weeks that we are so close we're to watching him get hurt. Yes, we're just we were genuinely concerned for his well being. Yes, th- genuine. I think is the best way to put it. We've all been like, oh man, this sucks. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna he? like break a rib or something. Like he's. I was genuinely. And that did not look good. Like when he's no. walking off. And and hopefully it's just like a stinger and he can he's, he'll be back next week. But he's not getting any healthier. I mean, it's been pretty clear from basically the jump of this season that. The line was an issue, and the quarterback, whoever it was, was going to get abused this year. Mm-hmm. So to not have even a plan, really, for the backup quarterback is negligent. Yeah, I mean, obviously they weren't in love with Purdy because they went with Smothers first, right? I yeah. mean, there's that's a pretty easy conclusion to make. Like, if Purdy's clearly the second-best guy, no, why not put him in? it doesn't matter so, who's the better runner or who's see, the better passer. That, you know what? Like, when we keep saying, like, oh, man, it reminds me of the Frost era. Like, that is another just goofy, weird, why is it one quarterback to finish the half and then it's another Yeah, let's just throw Luke you, McCaffrey if, out there. Look, let's Purdy's just see what happens. Purdy's the better thrower, which I assume he is. Why not have him in at the end of the first half? And why doesn't he throw good then? Yeah, yeah. That would also be a question. And listen, at least with Smothers, you have an idea of, like, hey, this is what the offense is going to be. We're going to run... We're just going to run. We're going to try and get him some easy throws when we have to. And we'll do a lot of, you know, quarterback read stuff. Like, that's, I get that's not Whipple's offense, but if that's the best option, you have to do it. Yeah. Instead of just throwing Purdy out there and pretending like you can run the same offense as you can with Casey Thompson. Uh, by the way, Tennessee uh, allowed Kentucky to score. They did block the extra point, though. Get back to the phones in just a moment. I did run, want to read this tweet from a sports fan. He, he disagrees with us. He says, you're wrong about how the score looked. Nebraska had four turnovers that led to 16 points for Illinois. Nebraska probably should have lost 10-9 to instead of 26-9. to Illinois is more physical and developed. It's time for Nebraska to hire Bill O'Brien. MJ isn't the answer. I... I think that that's kind of the point is that Nebraska, it just never really seemed like they had any chance, even when it was, uh, what, what, what was it? So they were up six to nine and then the next score was 13 to nine, 13, nine, and then it 20 was 16 to nine. to nine, right? No, 20 to nine. Was it 20 to yeah, nine? Yeah, it was 20 to nine. It was 20 to nine. And then it was 23 to nine. Yeah. And it just never, no matter what, no ma- even when they got the ball off the, the, the strangest turnover that that I've seen in a while where Illinois just drops it. Yeah. Even when they had the ball there, I mean, how many messages did you get? They should just kick the field goal on second down. Like, I heard a lot of that type of stuff, you know, and I think that says a lot. Let's go back to the phones, 402-951-1620. Don Juan has been waiting patiently. Don, what's up, man? What's up, man? Hey. I do got patience because I'm a Mickey guy, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm straight with Mickey. uh, You know, no disrespect, but I'm not sure to – um, roster is filled with Mickey guys. You know, a lot of these is Frost guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mickey has still embraced them. He's always, he, you know, he's given them an opportunity. And I think that that shows that he is Nebraska's guy. But Robbie made a great point with the strength and condition. Man, he made, I mean, that should have happened three years ago, probably, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So now to make Mickey pay for the sins of, the previous, uh, you know, people, I think, is a disservice to Nebraska football. What do you, you know? mean, so hey, Don? Do what do you mean by that, that? When you say pay for the sins, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like I'm saying, if the if the strength and conditioning should have been changed out three years ago, and it was allowed to sit for three years, and then you struggle, right? When you do have a higher recruited class, you know that that uh, shows that. Uh, so if you didn't make that change, and Mickey's new to the job, right? He he, mm-hmm. he got like four or five guys that that 
he knows the Fort Mickey's guys, right? You know, I think you got to give him a chance to recruit. You know, I don't know if this is, uh, you know, his uh, quarterback or backup quarterback or offensive coordinator or none of that. You know, I would like to be able to uh, find that out. And the other thing I like to say is this, because now when you're talking about paying for the fans, right, they lost to Illinois three years ago. They fired Levy Smith, right? We kept everything intact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then they go get a first-year guy, and, and he wins the game. And then, you know, this year, you know, it's uh, even a little bit worse in, in trying to compare Mickey to uh, Scott, I think, is, uh, you know, stacking that, you know, hope, having the hand tied behind his back, bro. Because uh, this is truly, in my opinion, Levy's Illinois defense. This is what he envisioned for them to be. Now, uh, help with the offense, right? You know, he, he got them to play his style. But uh, you when you have a defense like that, when you know, I don't even know if this is Mickey's defensive coordinator. I'm sure, you know, uh, my man can get a job at one of them positions or something like that, maybe. But who knows? You know, we got to get the special team. But like you said, man, uh, them uh, when they get in the red zone, uh, I know we all wanted the touchdown, but I think that we were uh, nine or ten points down or something like that. But anyway, if we could have got the field goal. I think it was 11. Uh, then, you know, we, we, we could have knew that we had a one-score game because we were down eight. Instead, we get the turnover, and, you know, we got the show. Man, but I appreciate you guys. Y'all doing a great job, you know. And uh, I'm not going like the rest of the people. You know, they said, I can't do it no more. I'm still here, bro. So I'm going to be calling <laughs> in. I'm just going to say this last thing I want to say real important, man. Well, two, because uh, Bill O'Brien, no way. But I want to say run the ball on first down. For me, that's when you get the attitude of the linemen, the fans, and the players. And then because number 10, he tried, bro, but you can't over-try. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for the call, Don. 402-951-1620. Real quick to Don's point here, these are Lovey Smith's players. The the, uh, Illinois recruiting rankings in 2018, 54th nationally. 2019, 53rd nationally. 2020, 88th nationally. 2021, which was the transition class, mm-hmm. 72nd nationally. So, yeah, they're Lovey Smith's guys, and they were crap under Lovey Smith, and they were crap nationally. And then. Now they're 7 1 for the first time in 21 years. And they're going to be a top 15, likely, in, in on, on Sunday night. And so, Brett Bielma is getting a lot out of guys that are not that good. Yeah. Like, let's just let's be real about it. They haven't had a top fifty recruiting class. I only went back to twenty eighteen, yep. but they haven't. Those are the guys that are there right now. They haven't had a top fifty recruiting class, and they just physically dominated Nebraska. Uh, Josh writes in on the JTEC Constructions on Twitter feed. Bottom line is Mickey's grade is an incomplete based on the crap he inherited. But you can't hire him with an incomplete. Fair or not, it's too big of a hire. And along those lines, Chuck says, are people aware Mickey is the interim head coach? They keep talking like he was hired as head coach last offseason, and people are talking about firing him. Makes no sense. You either hire him or you don't. None of this give him a chance. That means hire him. Yeah, that's. I think that is a it's, tremendous It's a fair point, point. yeah. It's, this is not, if he doesn't get the job, they're not firing him. I mean, I guess if you want to view it that way. They're just not retaining him. Yeah, if you want to view it that way, that's fine. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not viewing it. I'm not viewing it that way. If, if they decide to hire somebody else. It's because it's, it's not his job right now. Yeah. And here's 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 my deal with Mickey. 
I really like Mickey Joseph. I, think I would we all lo- do, right? I, that, but what else is there besides that? Yeah. Like if we're if great. We're, well, I'll give you one great recruiter. Yes. I have no doubt Nebraska would recruit better than they have at any point since Bill Callahan. So terrific. Let's keep him on staff yeah. to do that. Does he want to stay on staff? Of course. But let's try. But yeah. listen, there's a lot of really good recruiters in college football. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is. He's not the only one. He's not I see the, what you're saying. It's oh, a good point. Like he's not the only one. And listen, how many really good recruiting guys have you seen that don't win games? Yeah. Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Like, listen, I get that he won a national title. That was an accident. Yeah. Look at everywhere else he's been. Mm-hmm. That was a a a weird combination of Joe Burrow and uh, Quinn, the, the offensive guy that... Joe Brady, you mean? Joe Brady. Yeah, yeah Joe yeah. Brady. Jamar uh, Chase. Jamar Chase. Like, that Justin was... Justin Jefferson. Like, there was a really interesting... Uh, Dave Aranda. Yeah. Like, his... Co- People forget that they were great. His coordinator was awesome, and he brought in a ton of talent. Yeah. But, like, look at guys historically who have been awesome, awesome recruiters. And, like, yes, you have the guys that are great at recruiting and great at coaching, mm-hmm. but there's a subsection of guys who are just great recruiters who can't coach. Yeah. And I'm not saying Mickey's that guy, but we can't hire him just because of the recruiting. And we don't have enough evidence of anything else. Dylan, Parker, Andrew, Bill, stay right there. We'll get to your calls when we return. This edition of Bigger Over Reaction brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Also brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. And brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Calls, tweets, texts, emails, pigeons. I don't know. How else you can communicate? We're doing carrier pigeons? Carrier pigeons, feel free. You say text? We got text? Yeah, text. Drop off a letter. I don't know. The twits? Knock on the window? Yeah. You can contact us. Back after this on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Cake. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.